Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure you've, you've had plenty of time to uh, digest that Jake Schwind episode, mm-hmm. and uh, we're coming to you live and direct from Falls Church. And for the first time in a couple episodes, it's it's mano y mano. Uh, yeah. No guests. No we guests. Don't, we don't need guests to carry us. We we usually do, but this is a kind of you know, we need we, we need some we need some us time every once in a while. You yeah. know, we need some couples vacation. So I had an idea. David is going to go along with it. That uh, a couple of people who may or may not have last names that are the same as mine, suggested for the podcast that we have segments on the show. And I was willing to give it a shot. First so, of all, how dare they? Yeah, that's true. They, one of them, uh, I won't say which one, but it ha- might be the male one of the family. It doesn't even listen to the show. So how dare that person insinuate that they know how to how we should do our art. But what I'm going to try to do, what we're going to try to do, is we're going to have stories like we normally would. We're going to divide them into segments. If it works, A. If it doesn't, eh. We can change our show how we want. So David... Are you excited? Are you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Yeah, let's fucking do it. All right. So first off, from the corrections department, I think we should start off every episode with... Cor- we didn't have any from last week. It was a guest episode. There was no he's hot takes. Or- We're going to assume he's an expert in his field. Yes. Uh, we- Jake's- Jake seemed like he knew what the fuck he was talking about. Um, the only thing I wanted to add from the last episode is uh, Billie Eilish's producer, who sounds exactly like me, is also apparently... Uh, her brother. Yes. So that I e- did know that. I, I learned that. I learned that later. I learned that later too, and it was like, huh? Okay, this is fucking me up even more. <laughs> I was watching her episode of Hot Ones, which is a good one, actually. Uh, you know what? Uh, shout, it wasn't shout, a great one. It wasn't, but shout out to Hot Ones because that is a consistently good show on yes. YouTube. So after that, we're gonna move on. This is a segment we're gonna call "Hooray Weddings." Hooray weddings. It is our specialty. David, we mentioned this in the Julie episode. How was the bachelorette party that you and Bethany? Did? The bachelorette party was fun. Uh, we went to a uh, lead paint, like a like taught paint class. Oh, uh, I thought you were saying I soft lead paint or something. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, it's a, a it's called wine and design. Um, basically, you bring booze. Well, actually, they provide booze, but they only provide wine. So I brought beer. Beer. Uh, and uh, we painted uh, a, a still scene. Really? Yeah. They like they sketch out like some flowers okay. and stuff for you to fill in. I was gonna say, are you a painter by trade? I, I I don't know how you're actually. I actually don't know your artistic skills. I'm. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a great painter. I'm not. I mean, you know, I I don't practice at it, so I can't really claim in any stretch to be good at it. Yeah, this might surprise you looking at my penmanship, but uh, I am not a great artist or drawer or anything. I'm not an artistically inclined man, so I respect anyone who can. Yeah. Uh, also, wedding talk. Shout out to Brian Lubno, whose connection to this show, besides doing some Q&As, was he also corrected us on the University of Virginia's mascot from our mascot bracket, where he pointed out that the mascot did not have a gun. It just had a sword. Yeah, it probably has a crossbow. Uh, it, it, you know, we'll we'll get to that next March where we have to worry about that again. But anyway, Brian, I knew this when we were recording the Jake episode. Uh, I couldn't spill the beans yet. I couldn't be there for it. But Brian got engaged to Hooray! his longtime girlfriend of about five years now. So they'll be getting married. I don't know, the next year and a half, two years. So good for them. We salute any and all of our regular listeners who get engaged. A uh, family friend also had uh, their son get engaged. Really? And um, the bride's bri- the bride's party, uh, 17 people. Hmm. 
Hmm. Bigger than an NBA roster. Yeah. That's that's all right. Well, that 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 that's not the bride and groom's party. Yeah. That's just the bride's party. Why not go? Why not go all out and just even if you're going to get some, twenty? Yeah, just, just make, make it, it even twenty. Uh, I'm trying. I, I, wouldn't I don't. I, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't think I have twenty people I consider friends. <laughs> I was gonna say if you force me with a gun in my head to find twenty people, like I could, but we're stretching into yeah, like we're going into like casual work acquaintances yeah. at that point. If like you know what, I know we haven't talked in a couple of years, but we were we we hung out a couple of times. This counts. Uh, so yes, congrats to everybody. Now we move on to a segment. Having had guests the last couple of episodes, we haven't really delved too much into the sports. Yeah. But let's into a segment we're calling sports ball. Sports ball. Uh, sports ball. Sports ball. Sports, 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 sports. Let's start with the Stanley Cup Finals. We are recording this on Monday, the day after Game Six. Yeah. Uh, David, it is now a three-three final between the Bruins and the Blues. I know you told me you haven't been able to really keep up with the final. Yeah, I've not been able to keep up with a lot of the Stanley Cup just because of work and not getting home till like 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. Um, that being said, the bits and pieces of this final that I have watched, uh, St. Louis is hitting like crazy business. I mean, Zdeno Charles has a broken jaw, not because he got hit. Well, he got hit, but it was by a puck. Buck. It was a clean, you know. It was a- yeah. Oh, it was a clean shot to the got job. hit in the face. Yeah. Shit happens when you play without a face when you play without a face mask. Not to cut you off, but shouldn't that just be a mandatory rule at this point to play with a face guard? No. But don't you don't want your you don't want players going out. You're over the age of eighteen. You can make that decision for yourself. But so would you even say that when players weren't wearing helmets? And the player, a lot of players fought the idea of wearing helmets back in the seventies. Yes, they also fought the idea of wearing wearing uh, eye shields as well. There's only like fifteen or twenty players left, I think, left in the league who can who can get away without wearing eye shields. Those weren't even mandatory until like our lifetime. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't know. You know what? If a puck's coming at me at 110 miles an hour in a slap shot, I, I'm gonna want some protective gear just in case. That's, that's just me. That's uh, but so, how are you, what's your Feeling on Game Seven, if you have any, which I assume is when I assume will be a toss-up. Honestly, um, I think that if it if it came down if it comes down to like a four-on-four overtime, I would give it to St. Louis simply because they have between you know Steen and uh, Tarasenko and O'Reilly, they've got a better they've got a better offense, but I think that. Um, Boston's got more experience, and they've got a better goalie. I think Tukarask is... He's been having an amazing playoff. Tukarask has had a very good playoffs, and he, he, you know, his, his, his statistics and his save percentage aren't as great as Bennington, but he's also not faced as many shots because he's dealing with a more organized defense in front of him. So it's really a bit of a toss-up as far as you know how, how it could shake out. It could truly just come down to puck luck. I'm gonna say that Boston's gonna bring out the uh, bring I out. I hope di- it's not Boston. I'll be completely honest with you, though. Yeah. You know <laughs> they've had oh, enough. No, they've gone. They've gone a hundred days without a champion. But now that David Ortiz got shot, now there's another story of the kid. Irrelevant. Okay, so David full, David does not care that David Ortiz got shot. He's I mean, happy. I, that- I care that David Ortiz got <laughs> shot. Don't say that I'm happy about I, it. But like, it, uh, uninvolved. They'll if they can bring him out to drop the puck or something, then they will. You know yeah. that. And that'll, yes, be, and that'll be the coolest moment in sports history. It's like when they have the crowd sing the national anthem. Speaking of which, they're going to do that tonight in Toronto for Game 5. There's going to be no... Monica's going to sing the U.S. national anthem? Which, okay. Get that check. Yeah, good for her. I don't think she's... Had, I don't 
the last time Monica had a song. Um, but apparently they're going to have the whole crowd to sing the Canadian National Anthem. Because the Canadian National Anthem is so much better than oh the my God. one. Okay, so I was going to save this for our next Q&A episode. Let's just get, let's talk about this right now in a yeah. segment that we're going to call New National Anthem. What should our new National Anthem be? Because we both agree the Star Spangled Banner is ass. I've heard people say, I've I read somewhere in YouTube I mean, at comment, least make it an upbeat drinking song. How about, uh, I think, first of all, America the Beautiful. Great song. I think it's a very nice sort of harmonic tone. I think that could be, I read in a YouTube comment that Roll Out by Ludacris could be the National Anthem. I'm fully on board for that. Uh, I'm trying, I know Ron Burgundy said that Use Me by Bill Withers, he tried to make it the National Anthem. I think that could work. Um... Real American by uh, Hulk Hogan's theme. We are not doing anything related to Hulk Hogan. Uh, that's true. It was a little problematic the last few years. Um, for various, various... Various and sundry various, reasons. Various and sundry reasons. Um, as far as a new national anthem, I don't know. I've not given it any thought. I can just tell you that the, the, the current one doesn't it, do it anymore. And maybe it's because... I've had to listen to it so many times, which brings in another question. Why do we have to do yeah. the national anthem bef be like, before a sporting event from two teams from the same country? It's like, specifically I, with hockey, where like 70% of the league isn't from America. Yeah. It's it's weird. I, it's always something where I just awkwardly go, it's never as bad as I make it out to be, but I go, man, I would like if we just didn't have to have this 70-second thing just before a game. I'm with you. Like It doesn't... Why? Yeah, you know, we know we're in America. Yeah. I had to go through security and I can bring in a bunch of stuff to bunch of stuff to the game because yeah. we're in America. Exactly. USA number one. I'll say, you know what? We if we're gonna have a new national anthem, um, God, there are so many good ones. But I, I, I think that we should we should think of a new one. Yeah, That's, I'm I'm fine with that. Send in send in your suggestions for the next episode, people. Yes. Uh so also along the lines of basketball, mm -hmm. uh quickly, because we're recording this the afternoon evening of game five mm -hmm. the raptors are up 3-1 and a bit of a surprise yeah the warriors will be getting kevin durant though back and yeah, kevin durant to your Ford, point but probably man gets paid <laughs> we found out that Kawhi leonard the soft-spoken star of the toronto is not great at shit talk uh when he played in college or high school i think college uh, san diego state what was the what was the exact nature of the story uh, anytime he got a rebound he would say he wouldn't yell but he would say board man gets paid and imagine someone saying that in a nonchalant way on top of the very fact that it's not a very it's not a very deep insult. Yeah. It's just a matter of fact, like Bucket. hey, people who get rebounds make more money. Uh, it's you know. But it's good for Kawhi. There's also I, I can't I, I don't know if this is real. I've I've seen a meme going around about how at some team dinner, apparently Kawhi really likes apples, and again, this is <laughs> this could very well be a meme and not real. Uh but Kawhi apparently loves apples and at a team dinner just pulled out a bag of apples and ate apples for dinner instead of something else. Which I'm inclined to not believe, but at the same time... It's so far-fetched. It, it could be true. Yeah. The truth is sometimes stranger than fiction. And like, I am totally on board with Kawhi being a weirdo. Plus, Kawhi could hold four apples in his hands at once. Four? Seven. Probably more. Probably eight. Kawhi Leonard, for reference, if you've ever seen Shaquille O'Neal's hands, his hands are just barely smaller than Shaq's hands. Like, yeah, and Kawhi is several six, inches shorter. Kawhi's either 6'7 or 6'8. Yeah, yeah, Shaq's 7'1. So, yeah. for some perspective on how fucking huge Kawhi Leonard's hands are. Speaking of Shaq, the best set of the finals for the 34th year in a row, which outlives both of us, a, team, a past or present or future teammate of Shaquille O'Neal mm -hmm. 
is playing in the NBA Finals. It's happened every year since 1984. Danny Green this year played on the Cleveland Cavaliers during Shaq's historical tenure. On the 2010 Cleveland Cavaliers. And Danny Green, I think, is the last one. I think he's just about it. Uh, yeah. That'll be a sad day when that streak ends. But That's amazing. It is actually amazing. <laughs> it's actually one of my favorite 34 years, years. Of, of players connected to Shaq in a final. It's it's a great stat. Um, and his former team, the Lakers, are... A testament to his longevity. What would we call it? I'd say Dumpster Fire probably accurately describes the Lakers situation. Uh, is that too nice to call them a Dumpster Fire? No, I'd say Dumpster Fire is okay. accurate. So... Here's a story that had come out last year but didn't really gain traction until an ESPN article a few weeks ago about just how fucked up the Lakers situation is. First of all, Magic Johnson, their basketball vice president, or excuse me, the president of basketball operations, he just quit. He didn't tell the owner. He just quit. He just quit. But and he just didn't even tell LeBron. He didn't tell anybody. He just he just he spoke, a press, press conference. conference you don't tell you I'm not gonna be here. Yeah. And he just left. I've been talking to people walking here. We've been talking about next year, and I'm sitting there saying, I'm not going to be here. And uh, so salute to Magic for doing what we all wish we could do, but no one actually thinks is a good idea. Um, there is a story that their general manager, Rob Palenka, who, if you guys want to visualize it, looks exactly like... He doesn't look exactly like Rob Lowe. He, he looks, looks similar to Very Rob similar Lowe. to Rob Lowe. Um, there was a story that last year... So he had the uh, Rock the Dwayne Johnson come in mm-hmm. to give a speech to the young players. This was pre-LeBron, so that mm-hmm. team needed some something. Um, and Rob Palenka, who used to be Kobe Bryant's agent, mm-hmm. that's pretty much his only claim to fame, and probably the only reason he has the Lakers GM Oh, it's 100% the only reason he has that job. <laughs> exactly. But there was a story he told The Rock and the, and the players before The Rock started speaking that Kobe Bryant was so impressed uh, years ago by Heath Ledger's performance in The Dark Knight that he set up a meeting with Heat, a dinner in New York, to be able to get into his mind frame of how to narrow your focus. Um, now, David, what is one of the bigger flaws in the logic of this story? Heath Ledger was, had been dead for six months before the movie came out. Yeah. Now, some would say uh, this would prove that uh, Rob Lowe slash uh, Rob Palenka is... Lying. Lying. Some would say it makes him a psychopath to lie for no reason. Uh, I just think it's fucking some would, a nar- some would call him a narcissist, not unsimilar from our president. I would say that that actually is very accurate, and I thought about it. Something that's a blatant lie that no one... You, there's you no reason to... Lie. He went out of his way to tell the story. It's not like, Rob, do you have any good stories that you can relate to the players and he made something up on the spot? I, you're lying. And you're a piece of shit. I'll say, if, if Kevin Durant tonight can get them... 30 plus points and the Warriors win. If they... I see, but he's, he's been off for I know. Like three weeks now. I actually, I think a month because he got hurt in the yeah. end of the second round. Yeah, like this, this. But the Warriors are, have <sighs> class, have historically been able to pull things out of their ass that you would not expect. Yeah, but even with Steph going off for what, 41 in the last game? For, uh, he had 47 in game one. I know, I remember that. The last game that they he, had, uh, he did play very well. Yeah, he had a great offensive game. I mean, they couldn't stop anything defensively. But yeah, the defense has been. They atrocious. also well, they've also been missing Kavon Looney as well. Yes, and then he came back last game and he wasn't effective. And it's just I, I don't think the Warriors win this one. I I think I, I think, think the Raptors. I think, Toronto, I think Toronto wins. I think you know as a Canadian team, we then have to give them either the uh, Detroit Lions 
or um, the Red Wings missed the playoffs this year too. We can give them the Red. No, 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 no. They have plenty of hockey teams. We need to give them. A, sure. We need to give them an NFL team. They need to get an NFL team as prize. You know, the Bills were going to move there a few years ago. That's true. Uh, we could just. I mean, we could still give them the Buffalo yeah, Bills. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's give. Yeah, let's give them the Bills. I mean, who's who? It does. I'm sorry. Does Upstate New York really care if they lose? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they would. Oh yeah. Okay. I, 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 I'm saying mistaken. The Bills Mafia is notoriously the brutal. That's why, that's why I'm thinking Detroit, because no one's really going to miss they're just, them. They're just too sad. No one's going to miss them. <laughs> All right, so moving on from uh, sports. Now it's a segment called Let's Get Digital, where we talk about video games, however mundane or whatever. Uh, there's a story from the World Health Organization mm-hmm. that now gaming disorder is a real... Dis- David, what is your takeaway that you can now legally be... It's about goddamn time. Yeah. I mean, like there are there have been stories that have circulated around the internet for I don't know fifteen twenty almost twenty years now. You know, I can recall dudes getting uh, you know people f- people going on these benders playing like StarCraft or Dota or even World of Warcraft actually. Even World of Warcraft, but like older yeah. you know, games before World of Warcraft, going on these benders and playing for seventy two ninety six hours straight yeah. and dying. Because really? they're, you know, they're not really, they're not drinking water, they're drinking, like, soda. Mount, Mountain Dew. Yeah, they're drinking soda, they're not eating, or they're, you know, or you find them basically sitting in a pool of their own juices. Yeah. Just marinating, because yeah. they've not gotten up. Like, it is a serious problem. It, or it, it can be a serious problem, because, you know, it like the social media addiction, it's all dopamines, and... You know, your body being rewired in a way that it's yeah. not ready for. So, you know, I'm glad that it's a thing that's finally being treated seriously. Um, doesn't mean that it's things are, it, it's going to change perceptions about how, uh, you know, a gaming, a, a compulsive gaming disorder is viewed. But right. it's, I'm glad that a step is being taken. I agree. I, I think I agree with everything you just said. That on the surface, it's silly, but it is a real thing that there are people who just, you and I can turn that part of our brains off. Like, I've never been in a situation where... I, I mean, I've been in situations where like, oh, man, it's... Yeah, I've stayed up way too late. Ad, we don't have addictive personalities, thank which God. is nice. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have been... I, I'd probably be dead by this point if I had an addictive personality. Wow. As boring as I am. Um, also, in other video game news, uh, David, do you recall the wonderful summer of 2016 when Pokemon Go swept the nation yeah. off its feet? Uh, did you ever partake? I did. I dabbled. Did you just did you get more than a Pidgey or were those? Uh, I got a few. I caught a few things. Um, at that point, I didn't have unlimited data on my phone, so that game burns through. You could burn through like a gig of data in like an hour. That's playing that game. Oof. It's also incredibly draining on your battery, so I don't play it much anymore. Um, I have a friend out in Boulder who plays a lot still. Um, that makes sense because unlike that's an area you can explore too. You yeah, can just go around yeah. the mountains. You know, when I was when I was in Fredericksburg, there was. Uh, that first like month that it was that it showed up, the streets were more popping in Fredericksburg than I think I'd ever seen them. Um, and it was just it was just people all it, hours. That was a weird. I remember all e- hours. even my the first I think I spoke on the show the first Tinder date I ever went on ended up duck pin bowling on Silver Spring. But the first suggestion for that was, do you want to go play Pokemon Go outside? And I said, listen, it's DC in the summer. I can't be outside for that long. Yeah. But I was just it, it was. It's weird because, like, Fredericksburg now is still one of the bigger, like, still got a pretty big community for it, so, like, the first couple of nice days of the year, like, you see huge crowd, or when there's a big update and, like, 
whenever they do those, whenever the Pokemon, whenever there's like a big release of some of some new generation, you always get a huge crowd. Um, now, when you say the first couple of nice days of the year, you mean the couple of nice days of the year? Well, the first couple. There's been we've we've I, had a, we've had a few this year. We've had a, we've had a couple. I mean, May wasn't awful. Most of June so has, far is. I was gonna say we, I, the windows open this morning. I yeah. mean, it was raining, but it was okay. This is a nice breezy sixty. And it, looking at the weather, the highest it's gonna be this week is eighty-seven, which for us is miraculous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so Pokemon, the wonderful people at Nintendo mm-hmm. have a new Pokemon game called Pokemon Sleep that they are still working on the exact details, but the gist of is that while you sleep, you can still play Pokemon. Now, this probably, unfortunately, contributes to the gaming addiction we were just talking to, but... but I'm not sure how it's going to work. Don't really care, to be completely honest with you. Pokemon was never really my kind of game. Um, I think everyone RPGs, in our... RPGs, RPGs... I mean, everybody in... I wouldn't say everybody, but I'd say a good, good portion of our generation has played or owned a Pokemon game. Yeah, and that was the red, blue, slash, red, slash, blue, yellow. Red, blue, yellow. I played, I think, the silver, second one, too. And, uh, gold. Um, after the silver and gold, I, I think that was the last I, one I played. Yeah. But silver. Pokemon was huge from, like, 99 to 0. Uh, yeah, it's true. 97, 98. That's yeah, true. Because uh, the Pokemon movie came out in 99. Yeah, it's so true. It was called Pokemon 2000. I saw both of those, yes. Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, I went and saw Detective Pikachu adorable well done film I, I couldn't f- I that's a I, I am not someone who can't go to a game a baseball game or a movie by myself but that was one I haven't seen because I needed to that was one I felt like I should go see this with somebody because this is like it's fun it's, it's, I, a, I fun, see, it's yeah. a fun little flick um, but I do want to see that I remember a story about the first Pokemon movie that my dad tells uh, and he will gladly tell it for some reason that he my mom had to pay him $50 to take me to go see that Pokemon movie because neither of them, both of them, I think, would have rather driven their car off a cliff than go see that movie. But you know what? I'm a kid. That's what you do for kids. Exactly. So anyway, we'll figure out what the fuck Pokemon sleep is. Uh, As someone like you who can actually sleep at a consistent level, it might be beneficial to you because you can just, you know, do your normal routine and actually get some progress. It's not like Red Dead where you have to stay up all the day. Yeah, that's true. Uh... Moving on, a segment I'm calling James Harden's Traveling Violations. First of all, shout out to the, the aforementioned Sam Selby who graduated college a few weeks ago from my, the Miami University. Despite Ohio. despite Ohio. our misgivings. Yes, uh, he made it out of the, what would you call it, the pit of something? I don't know. Good for Sam. It's Ohio. It's yeah, it's, it, yeah it's, uh, it's, uh, it's Trump country over there. Yeah. Get, I mean, there's Trump country in Virginia as well. That's it doesn't true. change the fact that it's, it's more that it's Ohio. Yeah. Oh, the parts of Ohio are nice. No. <laughs> I know. I was just trying to be diplomatic. Uh, I don't believe that for a second. But anyway, so congrats to Sam. But on that trip, I went to Chicago, and this actually goes back to the movie thing. Um, I went by myself, and I have some, I know someone who still is in Chicago gave me some advice and things to do. So I went to an aquarium. I went to... Uh, one of their the museum of like natural science not natural did you fight some Illinois Nazis uh there were none out there so had I you know me I I I am for the record I do not like Nazis I want to put that out there in case I ever run for a political office I was I was was making a Blues Brothers reference oh fuck I haven't seen Blues Brothers in 10 years so that that was I hate Illinois Nazis And then Aretha Franklin showed up. Um, but so that was a moment where I realized, oh, I do wish someone was here. And then you have that existential crisis of will I ever find anyone, which some people in this room don't have to worry about anymore. I'm just, you know, but it's, 
I always say that you should visit Chicago. And yeah. I am not one of those people that... I'll get back there. Yeah. Exactly. And it'll be nice in the summer when they have good weather. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is a segment I want to call News Jabs, where we just go over some news stories we get brief feelings about. I have a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start... Scotty Pippen. David, when I say Scotty Pippen, what do you think of? A voice like Velvet. Oh my god, but Barry White would kill for Scotty Pippen. Well, he's dead. But he would have killed for Scotty Pippen's voice. Yeah. It's a beautiful, deep, bassy voice. Uh, there's a story. Oh, Barry. There's a story that came out that Scotty Pippen filed a lawsuit against comedian Lindsay Glazer, who I'm assuming is Nikki Glazer. If she's a comedian, I'm gonna guess maybe related to Nikki Glazer. I wouldn't I wouldn't assume that at all. Well, I'm going to. Uh, and Jacob Woolishin. After the couple and their daughter stayed in the home in 2017, uh, they reportedly paid $30,000 a month in rent and agreed to keep the house in showable condition. Uh, $30,000? Yes. Good God. Uh, Scott, hey, Pippin's living large, baby. That's true. Oh, but, uh, what was it? No t- Hey, the old nickname of No Tip and Pippin. He, got, he, got, he didn't get rich by tipping people. You know? Oh, fair. I know. He and Jordan should, I don't know, they're both shitheads in that regard. But uh, he filed a suit late last year that the family caused over $100,000 in damages. And in that suit, he named the five-year-old daughter as a plaintiff? as a plaintiff. Good God, <laughs> I have never heard of a story of a five-year-old being named in a law. David, what, what's your opinion on five-year-olds being named in lawsuits? Um, wow. <laughs> Alleging I guess that, defended, not not plaintiff. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Pippin's the plaintiff, but that's um good fucking luck with that one, bud. <laughs> It, amending the lawsuit, he added that their daughter damaged the walls by drawing on them with crayons and markers. Which I mean, I mean that's that's more the that's more the fault of the parents for not yeah. preventing that or cleaning it up. That's not the fault of that's not the fault of a five. That sounds like a Tiny Toons cartoon of yeah, like they like, have a five year old in there in the court. You're, you're charging a five year old with that? Come on, man. <laughs> MLB draft. Don't worry, this will be quick because I care about about the baseball draft as you do, believe it or not. I just want to say the Giants with their tenth overall pick picked Hunter Bishop, who. Big left-handed hitter from Arizona State. A lot of power. I just... Hmm. I don't know where I've heard that story before with the Giants. Yeah, Arizona State? Hmm. I don't know. Big lefty? Just, I'm just throwing that out there. He, uh, does, is he... You should check his phone and see if Falco is in his uh, frequently searched places. We've been over this so many times. All of these are alleged. Uh, when Barry Bonds admit he may have done something, he said, I didn't know what I was doing. I trusted my trainer. You can, you can relate to, like, trusting friends. And then they betray your trust. This is poor Barry Bonds has to live with this on his conscience. He wanted to play the game the right way, the clean way. And all of a sudden, his his trainer, who he thought was his friend, betrayed him. I Okay, David's giving me the watch look of... <laughs> your, your disrespect towards Barry Bonds is just absurd. Uh, so, first... Okay, anyway, we'll move on. Um, do you have Bethany have any fun summer plans? Moving. Again. Oh. For the, what, eighth time in the last Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I have an idea for you guys if you need some stress relief from uh, all the mo- that moving entails. Okay. Because there's a story that for five nights in August in Palm Springs, Taco Bell is opening a Taco Bell-themed hotel. Seen such things. Your opinion. You know, Taco Bell can do whatever they want. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I, I'm a fan of the Taco Bell Cantina, which are Taco Bells that serve alcohol, because it's a cyclical cycle. <laughs> I get drunk, I want Taco Bell. I want Taco Bell, I want drink more. Boom! Problem solved. Never even have to leave the building. I think we've said on this show before, Taco Bell was the masters of knowing their audience and just... Running with it. That's why the Doritos Locos Taco exists. Yep. Uh, 
And then also wanted to shout out to Jay-Z who became the first rap. Now, David, I know you are not a fan of billionaires as a concept. I guess. Yes. But let's give a shout out to Jay-Z who worked his way up from a, a drug dealer in the Marcy Projects to make it to the top of Yeah, anything. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite Jay-Z album, if I had to ask? Reasonable Doubt. Okay, that's a good, that's a good one. I would say the Black Album, but I could go with Blueprint 2. Uh, also the Blueprint Blue- 2 is good. No, not, I'm sorry. I misspoke. Blueprint, comma, T-O-O. I didn't like blue, the second Blueprint. Mm. I like the first Blueprint's a classic. Okay. And the Black Album, and American Game. And actually, 444 is the last one. But shout out to Jay-Z. Hova the God. He won't be the first in line for the guillotine. You respect him more than most billionaires. Yes. He makes good music, at least. He is at least... <laughs> he is one of those guys who you can legitimately say is like, all right, yeah, he's he's had to earn it. Now... He can, hasn't... He didn't start... He didn't start with, with venture capital money. Now, can I say something potentially hot take? Sure. I think he should probably cut his hair. Okay. I don't... I, that's... I know... That yeah, might, when you got a billy, you do what you want. You know what? That's... God, I wish I had that kind of fuck you money. That is... I mean, a billion is out of... And a billion is a billion is fuck you money. Like if, you if, can do just about. Whatever if I had the money, I would get uh, transplants for my increasingly receding hairline, and I would just get an afro or something. I, I would get. You know, what was it uh, the urban legend? Is that when Beyonce did a show for an Uber uh, corporate event like three or four years ago? She didn't take a cash payment. She took stock in the company instead. So now that Uber is an IPO, she's made. Hundreds of millions again. off of it. Again, if you have that fuck you money, you can just go, no, I don't want that. I want this. And you get it. Uh, also, real quick, I just heard this story today. Uh, I don't remember the exact details. Apparently, Justin Bieber, the mm-hmm. Biebs, mm-hmm. Uh, is challenging Tom Cruise, wants to challenge Tom Cruise to a fight in the octagon. Bieber's going to get his ass kicked. Yeah, Tom Cruise. And now, listen, Bieber's, is Bieber tall? No, he's short. Bieber's like 5'8". Tom Cruise is like 5'3". Now, yeah. that makes him harder to hit. Lower center of gravity, and he's got little man syndrome, so you know that oh. he's gonna he's gonna wail. Not only that, Tom Cruise might have the power of sound, the Scientology behind him. He does, and that's... The, uh, there's there's the the famous story that uh, on the the set of the movie Interview with a Vampire, they had to dig a trench so that Tom Cruise <laughs> and Matt Damon <laughs> could or Brad Pitt, I can't, I can't remember which one, but so they could look each other in the eyes on on camera. <laughs> We, we can both laugh at this because we're both over above average height. Um, That's funny. Also, so you're taking Cruz in the fight. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't... Bieber's problematic, but I don't think and he's a Tom fighter. Tom Cruise is also... This one's going to have old man old man strength compared to Bieber. Oh, true. Cruz's got to be, what, 55? Cruz is in his 40s, at least. I mean, he, he came up with Top Gun. That was 84 or something. He might... Oh, he might be... 40s, maybe 50s, so he's going to have that old man strength. But Cruz got to end that fight quickly, otherwise Bieber's going to win with stamina. I think that's actually... We should... Down the road, maybe we look into this fight and we really... Do a pro and con? Yeah, yeah we do maybe. All right, but I... I'm, if it goes anywhere. I, I also wonder what the hell led to this. I... That is even a better question. I think Bieber just came out of the... Whatever. Came out of the blue and said, uh, I want to fight Tom Cruise in the, in the octagon too. Not a boxing match. Yeah. Full mixed martial arts. Yeah. Uh, which, if anything, just helps Tom Cruise because, again, ground he doesn't have, to worry about, doesn't have to worry about reach. Just ground get him on the ground. Just get him on the ground. Beat the uh, crap out of him. So yeah, we're both of the opinion that Tom Cruise will probably win. Tom Cruise, Tom, I would say Tom Cruise, not only does he win, Tom Cruise wins by a TKO in the third round. Oof. I go, I'll go Cruise in the second round. Because I think if it goes three or more, I think Bieber starts to win the advantage. All right. Last segment. It's a, I want to do a trivia segment. I want to okay. see from one of the most brilliant minds I've ever met staring right across from me. Thank you. 
You are welcome. Now, this segment is going to be called Stump the Slob, which is admittedly a mean segment name, but we can work on that. (laughs) If you you remember Stump the Schwab on ESPN Classic, that's a great reference. If you don't, which is none of you, then... Uh, I remember. Okay. Great show. So... I have oh, Speaking of oh, Stump the Schwab, because that was hosted by the Scholar Brothers, wasn't was it not? That was Cheap Seats was hosted by the Scholar Brothers. They actually had the Scholar Brothers just had Howie Schwab on their podcast a few weeks ago, which so, I listened to. Uh Pierre McGuire is on the uh Scholar Brothers podcast this week. Oh really? Okay. I'm, I'm an, not gonna listen to that. I okay. cannot stand I cannot stand the sound <laughs> of Pierre McGuire's voice. He's the uh hockey analyst that uh, He's the inside the glass guy who looks like he looks like my uncle, which is just like the worst part about it. <laughs> It's more you can't disassociate him with that association. Yeah. I guess. yeah. So speaking of hockey, here's my trivia segment. David, mm-hmm. you, ro- ro- you rode and done died with the 2018 caps, as Ugh. it were. A great memory. Uh, this will be... Still, still Stanley for the next, Cup champions. For the next, I think, I'm guessing Game three's on Wednesday. Uh, game seven's on Wednesday. Still Stanley Cup next champions. Next three days, they're still the Stanley Cup champions. When you hear this, it'll be the last day or two of them being Stanley Cup champions. But speaking of that... I have in front of me uh-huh. the 2018 Washington Capitals Stanley Cup Finals roster. Yeah. Are you, are you asking me who's still on the team? I'm asking you to name as many of them as you can. Oh, not that many. <laughs> really? Not that many, no. Give me... Okay. Tell you what. I could probably do... I can probably do the first... I can probably do the first... Uh, the first... Two full sets and then the goalies. So can you give me that's ten? I can, I, I can do the first, the top six, the top four, and then your two your two goalies. So you can give me twelve at least. Yeah, I can give you twelve. Okay, give me twelve. I'll take it. Okay, so starting line going left wing to right wing, you had uh, Alexander Ovechkin, Evgeny Kuznetsov, and Tom Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, second line was T.J. Oshie, Nick Backstrom, and. Was it Lars Eller? Yeah, Eller, and then your uh, defensive pairings, you had John Carlson and Matt Niskanen, um, and then Travis Boyd and Brooks Orpik. And then your goalkeepers, you had Brayden Holtby and uh, Michael uh, Mikel Grubauer. Yep. All right. I'm going to give you that. That's 12 right off the bat. Yeah. Is there anyone else, just for just for shits and gigs, you think you can name? I mean, DSP. Devontae Smith-Pelly was obviously there. Ah, yes. He, he scored um, a big goal in the uh, in the set, in the conference finals, I yes, believe. Yes, he did. Uh, he scored. Uh, he scored the game. The goal that tied up the tied up the the, the ultimately title-winning game, um, where he's like oh, yeah. falling sideways. Yes, yes, yes. Like Bob, it's like a modern Bobby Orr goal. Um, so we also got uh, Jacob Vrana, uh, Madison Bowie, Travis Boyd. Uh, was Sage was Sage Rosenthal on that team? Sage Rosenthal not on that team. Yeah, that's good enough. I'm capped from there. That's fine. Uh, Andre Burakovsky. No, yeah, he was a fourth line, third Uh, third line. Alex Chason. 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 I believe got traded after that season. Brett Conley. Yeah, he's still with the team. He's uh, there's a great photo of him drunk as hell, (laughs) holding a slice of pizza, getting a tattoo. I'm assuming after the Stanley Cup final yes. victory, yes, because what as we know, the Capitals spend the entirety of their Stanley they, Cup. They spent the entirety of the summer shit <laughs> Christian uh, Deuce? Juice. Juice? Juice is loose, baby. <laughs> uh, oh, don't you can't have the juice loose with a sharp blade object. That's just a <laughs> recipe for disaster. <laughs> it's not gonna end well. You know what? We're gonna end on that. <laughs> a good OJ nice. joke is always good. Uh, so I know it's it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a dope pod to step to. Is 
Rakim or Timbaland would have said. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to come at you with a hot flaming fuego take. We might have a we might have a new uh, we might have a special episode next one. Yeah. Depending on that, I don't want to get too far ahead of what it could be because it could potentially be a disaster. Even <laughs> a little faith. <laughs> I think it'll be good knowing the potential people involved. Uh, but there's a chance that uh, the entire thing falls apart. Although, either way, you know, we're probably going to put it out because it's content. Yeah, it'll be fun. It will be. Uh, Dave, you have any parting words for the people? Um, it's hot out there, y'all. Make sure you drink water. Yes. Uh, don't be one of these people that thinks that uh, another drink suffices. Water is good for you. Yeah. We, we like water. Water is great. Water is great. We'll end on that prophetic. We are pro-water. We are... Namaste, people. We are pro-water. New world water make the tide rise high. Come in land and make your house go by. Fools done upset the old man river. Made him carry slave ships and fed him dead niggas. Now his belly full and he about to flood something. So I'm throwing rope that ain't tied to nothing. Tell your crew use the H2 and wise amounts. It's the new world water and every drop counts.